I feel like I became powerful in my stance in being bi when I stopped letting other people label me and accepted the fact that my sexuality doesn't change even if my partner does. Hi! Hi everybody, I'm Eden. And I'm Jay. And welcome to Eden X Jay Unfiltered, the podcast where we have created a safe and sexy space to have unfiltered conversations. We might be the same sex, but we have different opinions. Feliz Navidad. My beat is so off, I'm so sorry. It's December! We in it. It's Christmas season. It's Christmas season. It's Mariah Carey season. It's gifting season. Michael Bublé season. But before we jump into today's episode, please remember to follow us on everything Spotify, Apple, Instagram, all of the above at EdenXJ. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube does not talk about YouTube. I know, I know. 2024 is going to be our year. I just decided. She says that every year when it comes to YouTube. That's not true. I mean, in my defense, in our defense, this year was the year of travel for us. Yes. And we've had a conversation on the podcast and off the podcast about how powerful you are when it comes to manifesting and manifestation. And that's just like your thing Mm -hmm. and fully believe in your witchy powers that you can just I think some people out there can just manifest harder and just it comes naturally to them than other people. People like me kind of have to work harder for their manifestations to make them a reality. But yours, it's spooky scary sometimes how much they happen because you manifested travel. travel? I know. It's so weird. And I was like, hee hee ha ha. Okay, sure. And then we were never home. (laughs) This time last year, I told Eden that I wanted this year to be full of travel and exploring. Be careful what you wish for. And then all of a sudden, we just had so many opportunities, like, knock on our door. And we got to travel a lot with Preciosa Night as well. That's true. So I think think we did the math, right? I think we've traveled every single month this year. Yes. Multiple times. There wasn't a single month that we were home. Like, Mm -hmm. there there wasn't even, like, a whole four weeks that we were home. We Mm -hmm. were gone in the plane and multiple planes sometimes. I think in 24 hours, we probably did four planes or five planes. The most. The most. Different cities, different countries. And, you know, all in one day. And I think that was an adventure I'd rather not do again. What? Um, I had the most fun. It was so cool. But I I just, I'm an anxious traveler because I... I get worried about all the things and making sure we keep track of all the things. And then maybe it's fun when you backpack. But when you got luggage, you got to worry about if it's going to make it on the fifth flight. Whew, stressful. (laughs) But, we, you know, we made it and we survived. And I'm so grateful for every single opportunity and all the places we were able to see and go and share with everybody, like all of our favorite parts of it. Some unique things that were special to us Mm -hmm. that we got to experience. And yes, all about your manifestation. But the thing is, you don't manifest anything I ask you to. I know it doesn't work That's that way. That's how it works, baby. I can't cakes. give you a list, like a shopping list. But That's how Eden, Eden thinks manifesting is just she gives me a list of things that she wants and then I can just like poof, make them happen. <laughs> no, it's just things that it's just, I, I mean, uh, it, it's like bigger picture things. <laughs> like Preciosa Night, you know, that was yeah. like a manifestation that came to life and I'm really happy and proud of it. Um, traveling all year was manifestation. Uh, me you were yeah you were definitely <laughs> manifested there's just like things like that you know? oh yeah that's very sweet i mean but that's uh, something very spooky special about you that i love and whether people believe it in or not um i definitely do i'm a believer <laughs> here's a good question what do you want to make happen for 2024 
oh, what do I want to manifest for mm-hmm. 2024? You I mean, what am I manifesting? Um, I definitely want to do a vision board. I think my manifestations I are a bit more visual. I think I need to write them and see them for me to like stay focused and to make them happen. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I I honestly I want to feel like I'm helping a lot more people next year i know that we've touched and we've met and we've like helped so many people but i feel like i really want to find a way that who knows maybe we can mix a little bit of preciosa with like a little bit of travel and really go to different parts of the world and bring together yeah together with these people how Uh, fun like a travel group like maybe a travel group or maybe it's like a retreat or maybe it's just like a mental health i just want to get a group of people who want to be better um with other people who want to be better and just have like some time away to just discover new parts about ourselves and you know really remind ourselves like what you know is special and what directions we want to go in and those kind of things sounds like fun okay that's a win thing i like it uh healthy baby (laughs) healthy pregnancy that's what i really that's the top of my list if anything um and yeah and, and just keep growing preciosa uh, until we see what's the next thing <laughs> i love that list yeah what about you um uh, yeah i think i'm with you on the healthy baby i think it's a little scary like thinking that we're definitely going to jump on this baby journey come january and that's like a different world that we've never done or have been in and there's going to be a lot of learning curves but i'm really excited and to your point i want i definitely want a healthy baby i want a like an easy pregnancy whatever that looks like for me i really just want to be healthy through all of that yeah um and less stress less stress less stress would be great i 2024 what else I really want to DJ and I'm hoping that that mm. becomes a real thing in 2024. Hoping it will be. Yeah. I mean, I'm putting the vibes out there and thankfully I have, you know, great friends that are incredible DJs that I get to train with and just uh, pick their brain when it comes to DJing. But I would just love to be good enough to open for them. Like, I think I would be so happy. <laughs> Um, and that journey is just like, I've always thought about it. It's always been something I've talked about and yeah, like, I think this is the time to actually do it. So I'm really excited for that. I think I would personally love a little bit more travel. More travel? Yeah. There's places that we haven't been to that I really want to do before the baby comes. true. We haven't done, um, different parts of Europe together. We've done Mm -hmm. Germany obviously together, but we haven't gone to like Spain or not Italy, together not I've been together. in Barcelona and I think you've been yes. in Ma- Madrid mm-hmm. yeah in Barcelona as well, in our yeah. lives yeah and I mean I think we're overdue <laughs> uh, Thailand is definitely on our list Japan there's just so many places we you know we want to travel to and I want to go back to Canada Canada was so much fun <laughs> and debt I want to get out of debt that's, that's real. really important you know that's real I, I've got we've got goals and I think mm-hmm. that's something that I want to manifest is just like you know clear our debt and take care of the house and just really think about the future and how yeah. we can keep our passion projects alive. I, I think the, you know, beautiful thing that you've taught me 
um, when it comes to running a business is that, you know, high risk, high reward, and it costs money to make money. And all of those things are very true. And we have such big, beautiful plans for not only us uh, in our future, but also for Preciosa. And we really want to see it grow into its full potential mm -hmm. like i think preciosa can be so much bigger than we ever dreamed and imagined it can be and it can be so much more accessible to people because i feel like it's gotten bigger than la it's gotten bigger than california it's just yeah <laughs> it's just turned into this beautiful movement um and i i i'm with you i think it's yeah. gonna it's already blown up and it's gonna keep growing and glowing but I think it's also taught me, like, protect my peace, you know? Like, mm -hmm. we run into situations that yeah, there are some people that, you know, can be clout chasers and just want to kind of ride the coats, the yeah. coattails of our baby and, like, what we've created mm -hmm. and just protecting our peace and protecting, like, our safe space, I think, is also another thing that I want to do in 2024. Just be more aware yeah. of you know certain characters and just I suss mean, people out that's very true that's i mean those are those are lessons right I, we've talked to this uh, we've talked about this with our other friends who also run businesses mm -hmm. and it can be challenging when you run a business mm -hmm. and you also have a friendship involved and sometimes friendships go awry and that you know plays a part in the business and any other I'm sure small business owner out there has experienced something similar when they've worked with a friend and they'll always tell you, don't shit where you eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, all those things. And it, it's a learning curve and it's a learning experience for sure. And as we get bigger, people keep telling us, like, the bigger you get, the more haters you'll have. And yeah. the more people will want to tear you down, the higher you climb up. And that's a very, very real thing. It's things that we've, you know, experienced. And I'm just grateful that we are such strong individuals where it's just, you know, no sweat off our back, dust it off and, like, keep moving. I, I mean, it doesn't mean it's still not a lesson. It's definitely yeah. something that we are weary of in the future and like hope other people can be weary of but at the end of the day we still have a train that's moving and <laughs> you know i hope other small businesses out there who have gone through you know strifes this year um can you know find the strength to obviously keep moving and keep going because the thing that i i think that you've taught me and that you've shown me when you really love something and you really believe in it it it's not just work. It's mm -hmm. so much bigger than work. Like it's things that you're excited about and you're happy about. And Preciosa is can be very, very stressful at times when it comes to making it perfect. I mean, for me, because I'm like more of a perfectionist. <laughs> Speed racer outside. Speed racer. Because uh, I'm, I'm more of a perfectionist in that way and I want everything to be perfect. But I love that you're, you always remind me to find beauty in the chaos. Mm -hmm. that the imperfections are also kind of what makes it perfect yes <laughs> and it's a roller coaster definitely it's one that you can't get off of exactly. right now or at least that we can't right now <laughs> <laughs> but there is a a great question so kind of how we want to enter into this episode is we decided to move our podcast obviously to sunday to answer some of the questions we get from our let's talk thursday on our instagram and we're finally on the Sunday. So yay! We're on the Sunday schedule. And so we have a couple questions here, but we also have a holiday topic 
um, for the other half of the podcast where we're going to talk about the perfect gifts to give. I just finished my PowerPoint presentation for Eden. Um, just want to <laughs> let y'all know that I PowerPointed all the gifts that I want this year to make it super easy peasy for over my beautiful wife. Achiever over there. <laughs> <laughs> the PowerPoint presentation just so I really don't mess it up this year. <laughs> um, I uh, would love to know what you all think of her PowerPoint presentation. So if you go look at it on our social media at EdenXJ, please go leave a comment, leave your thoughts, let me know if she's asking for too much (laughs) (laughs) never that's all i'm gonna disagree i'm gonna say it's a lot it's definitely a lot but this christmas episode i think is super special because i feel like one of jay's love languages is gift giving and so if i do have to say so myself you are quite the baddie in the gift giving section um you're one of those people that you can say something in passing and you'll remember that for like a whole year and then gift that one small thing you said and you completely forgot about yeah you're like really good at it that's totally me i think it's a pisces thing i don't know i've always yeah i've always it's your people that i love like if i love you then i want to make sure that a gift is something that you're gonna cherish yeah yeah and love uh all the pisces that we have in our circle are really great gift gifts they are (laughs) i think it is a pisces thing maybe i gotta figure out what gemini's are good at come on give it to me guys we're gonna make people not knowing what they want for lunch Wow, that's not true. <laughs> okay, um, anything with avocado, that's what I want with lunch. Always being an hour late. <gasps> that's also not true. Oh, gosh. Well, you're not really Y'all are very passion. We're very passion? Passionable. Passionable? Passionate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> We're very passionable. It's not like a perishable. We, are, we expire very quickly, I guess. Sometimes, depending on... My attitude. Vibe. <laughs> yeah. Which which Gemini I'm talking to. This topic is expiring for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, one of the questions that kind of lead it into our discussion earlier today about manifestations and small businesses and the come up and the glow up of everything. One of the questions that we got was give an example of when you needed to trust the process. I think Preciosodite was something that we had to trust the process in because it started like just an idea in my head that turned into this beautiful night. There have been times during the year and a half that it's been alive where we, we've we questioned, oh, is this the right <laughs> move? Did we do that right? Or like kind of went into this world without any experience. Yeah. So you kind of have to trust the process and make the mistakes and learn from the mistakes and kind of do better every single time. Yeah. But when you figure it out on your own, there's some lessons you kind of have to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. And we've learned quite a few things along this road to your point where we were like, did we make the right choice? Did we do a good, did we do a good job? And sometimes it took like all thousand people in the room and we were still like, wait, did we do a good job? We're still (laughs) doubting it. Um, But I think it goes back to that imposter syndrome. Anybody who opened the door for us or showed us how to do it, we kind of did it all on our own. And I think we were looking for somebody bigger than us to tell us, like, you did a good job. But it really was just everybody in in the room time and time again saying, like, I love what this movement has created. I love this space. Like, thank you for creating it. I traveled from X amount of miles. I flew on this many planes. I drove. And then we're like finally believing it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, this process is working. This process is processing. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. That's definitely a moment. And I think another time for me would be like trusting the process in the sense that being no contact with my family mm-hmm. is kind of 
a process as well for me in the sense that I don't like there are days where I feel like did I do the right thing or is this the right thing or you know there are days of weakness in that sense where I don't know if I did the right thing but then obviously like the reality kicks in and my other half of my brain is like no yes you did the right thing because you're living such a great life yeah and you're putting yourself first do you feel like you are in a place where you trust the process with that or do you still have doubts no I think I trust the process for sure now I think in the beginning it was really hard because no contact is just like a hard thing to do in general and it's very much it's almost like kicking a bad habit where like you want to go and take that cigarette break or you want to go do that (laughs) drug or whatever and like you're like fiending almost and it gets to the point where you you've done it like you've kicked the bad habit yeah that's kind of what it's like I can't relate to any of those things like (laughs) if you said coffee then I'd be like okay I get it (laughs) it's like a coffee addiction that you're trying to kick sorry we had this inside joke the other day um I'll just bring it outside I guess Uh, one of our really really good friends uh Sally invited us to go snowboarding Mm -hmm. and i've never done snowboarding i've never done skiing i promised to take you snowboarding for the last four years yeah since the beginning i'm pretty sure on our first date i was just like oh i never been to the snow and then you're like oh i'm gonna take you that's gonna be so romantic and (laughs) and all the things and four years later still never been we're going this year Uh, you say that every oh who says what every year tables have turned that's a pisces thing anyways so i still have never gone and now our friend is like, hey, I'm getting a cabin. I'm like thinking about it. I'm just going to go on like a random weekday. Like, do you guys want to come? And Jay still has her like snowboarding boots. And you had some gear. You still have I do. Some I gear. have my – because I used to be an avid snowboarder. Yeah. In my 20s, I would go every season. I had like a season pass, a big bear, Mount High for the longest. And yeah, so the only thing that I have now are my boots and my attire, like my snowboarding attire and some goggles probably in the garage, but no board. Yeah. And you still haven't taken (laughs) I haven't gone either. I'm so rusty. I'd probably tumble. I've still never gone. Well, again, long story long, I guess now. Uh, our friend invited us to go. Yeah, I was so excited. And you know what? I just, I told her, I was like, there are there are two things I feel like in my life, the window has closed. <laughs> One is doing drugs. <laughs> and two, it's snowboarding and like doing snow activities. I feel like there was a time and place in my 20s where I could have been like reckless mm-hmm. and done like crazy things like this. But now I feel like that window closed. Like I feel like that time has passed and I have no desire to do it anymore. Like I'm cool. Nah, no. It's so not you're over me. snowboarding is what you're saying. I just feel like there. you, you waited too long. Wow. I feel like you waited too long to take me and now I'm kind of like, wow. you know what? Just sitting in the cabin with some hot chocolate. You know what? Nice. You've always... You were always going to be a cabin girly. That's Who not are you true. Lying? When we were in, when we first started True. dating, I was like, I'm so down bet. Let's go. I want to go to the snow. Uh-huh. I want to have this winter wonderland. And now I'm just like, I don't feel like maybe breaking a bone or something. I'm taking the babies just so you know. We're yeah. all going snowboarding. Uh, yeah. Well, I will watch you from the window. You're going to watch me and the babies from the window? Yeah, I'm going to do a five zoom and zoom in um, on my new iPhone. I'm sure <laughs> sure there will, there will be a newer iPhone. I can zoom in from probably the house <laughs> and watch you guys. But I'll be nice and warm and cozy. Oh, she, she says it now, but probably not. I'm going to uh-huh. do that because I'm going to get FOMO. Yep. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm saying, okay, it's fine. Let's see. Fast forward to like next week or the week after and you're like in your snowboarding gear. 
No, I mean, for the babies, I'll do it, but like, not for, no, you guys have fun. You do your thing. You two have a nice girly date night and like have fun. You guys have that romantic thing that we should have had four years ago. Wow. Like, have fun. Me and Anaceli. <laughs> yeah, you let us go on a friend date. Yeah, we'll <laughs> hold hands riding down the snow. Oh, and then I'll just like Photoshop me in and like, I went. It was so cute. I'll just be like, describe it to me like I was there so I could feel like I was there without being there. Such a Gemini thing to do. Yeah. Anyways. What about you? Oh, sorry, that was like a long-winded way. Uh, inside joke. Um, what about me as far as trusting the process? Yeah. Ooh. Um, I would say when we when we were doing IVF, when we were doing IVF, it really felt so hard sometimes. It felt really, really hard to stay positive. It, it felt hard to stay positive sometimes for you and then when it came to my turn, I was just thinking it was going to be the easiest thing in the world um, because, I, you know, I'm younger and everyone kept like hyping me up, saying that I had all this time and that we didn't need to really worry about me. And then finding out that I had endometriosis and then my chances of, you know, getting embryos were so much lower than yours. And it just felt like one thing after another um where i started to doubt i'm like maybe this isn't for me like maybe i'm just not meant to pull out embryos um i started to get really sad when you know we started with eight and then it went down to four and the four went down to like three and then it just started my hope started to you know dwindle a bit but i knew i needed to trust the process like we we've already gotten this far we've already put so much money into this and that's when we say like debt right because we had a number that we were both like financially prepared to accept Mm -hmm. um and then we hit that number you know between the three rounds of ivf between the both of us yeah i had to do two and you you did one i did one um and you gave me the option you were like we can you know, we can try to figure it out. I know we had this budget in mind, but we can stretch it if you really want to go again. And I just, I don't want to put us in more of a financial strain than we already prepared for. So it just wasn't for me. Um, So I trusted the process this far and, you know, we'll see where we end up. And that process got you one beautiful Thank you. male embryo <laughs> that's ready. That's ready true. to rock and roll yeah. so it wasn't that bad no it wasn't but i you did have to trust it yes you know of course. you had to see it to the end and you kept telling me like doesn't matter if there's only four now doesn't matter if there's only three you just need one and i just thought like trust the process like you just need one and, I, and that's what i got i got one so it's just feeling like even when things are hard that you, it's just you can't give up right mm-hmm. like once you start this race you have to finish it. And even though at some point you're going to get tired, you're going to feel drained, you're going to feel like this finish line is never going to get there. And there's going to come a point where you finally reach it. And what was once impossible was actually possible. And that's just one hurdle in your life. Mm-hmm. And then who knows what the next one will be. You, I think we keep getting these like hurdles in our lives where we have to 
continuously keep jumping higher and just when you think I just hit a new personal record like that's the highest I can jump like that's the most amount of trauma I can deal with that's the most amount of like you know anguish or fatigue I I can handle then life throws something else at you and Mm -hmm. then you're like oh actually that wasn't the most (laughs) now the bar just keeps getting higher and higher oh babe but in a long way long I guess you just gotta trust the process trust the process (laughs) you're doing great sweetie Okay, I have another question for you. What has been your favorite place to travel this year since we were on the conversation of traveling? Ooh. Okay. My favorite place that we traveled to this year was Bora Bora, hands down. We did so many things. Like, I got to swim with sharks. I got to (laughs) plant coral in the middle of the ocean. I had um, a ukulele player sing us in a canoe, sing to us in a canoe while we had breakfast on the, on the ocean. We got to stay in one of those huts in the middle of nowhere that you see. Yeah. The bungalows. Um, what else did we do? You swam with a stingray. Gigi. Yeah. yeah, I swam with a stingray. That Bora Bora hands down. It felt like the honeymoon Mm -hmm. right, right before we got married. It was so beautiful. It was better than anything we've seen out of any sort of magazine. But worth it. Worth every freaking penny Mm -hmm. anyone will spend there because it is just gorgeous everywhere you look around and the people are so kind. The culture is so rich. And it was just overall an incredible experience. French Polynesia, super up there. And everybody was so nice. Yeah. (laughs) What was your favorite place that we visited this year? Oh, uh, my favorite place. Uh, oh my gosh, this is so hard. We went to so many different places. Um, Canada was, I think, the biggest surprise because I didn't think I was going to love Canada as much as I do. And I already really want to go back. Yeah. Because um, the people, the people are just amazing. And like people kept asking us to bring Preciosa out there. So maybe we can make that happen the wineries are so cool in canada the wineries were so beautiful it was just overall a really fun experience and i felt so comfortable there mm-hmm. um as a person of color and just being able to like walk around like as I, a queer person i mean person. i had never seen progressive pride flags and banks like they had yeah. pride flags everywhere grocery stores banks corner stores i think what people assume just because we live in la that everywhere is super queer friendly but it's not like that when you go and you compare it to canada and Mm -hmm. or like other places that are really really pride proud um australia was really fun i did have a lot of fun there bali was just a dream come true and that was an incredible experience um i will say my number i think this one takes the number one spot just by a hair and that is oaxaca because we got to experience um the beach side of oaxaca Mm -hmm. and the beach town pueblo escondido i think it's called Uh uh-huh and for me that was just like it blew everything out of the water oaxaca is everything (laughs) yeah it really does culinary views the ocean architect like everything it has everything architecture like everything it's just so rich in culture and the people are extremely kind and they're very proud like oaxacans are very proud to be oaxacan and there's just so much history and you can go see pyramids you can go to the beach you can go into the mezcal fields there's just like an infinite amount of possibilities you can do just in oaxaca mexico in general but even just in Oaxaca, it feels like you can barely scratch the surface and be there for like a year. Mm-hmm. And I love 
love, love, love Oaxaca. I would love to like plan a travel trip to Oaxaca for with people. Like I think Ooh. I'm so passionate about it. I would love to share the culture and what we know and love about Mexico City and Oaxaca with people. So maybe, I don't know, I'll manifest that and put it in the universe for 2024. Ooh, I like this. I mean, we kind of did a test version with our wedding when we brought 80 strangers to Oaxaca. Oh, sorry, strangers to Oaxaca, not to us. Strangers to Oaxaca, uh, to this place. And they fell in love, 10 stars. Yeah, (laughs) I think we would have gotten great stellar reviews if we were a travel agency that just brought 80 of our friends to yeah. Oaxaca, built the itinerary. It was a, yeah, I think you're onto something. I think we did good. Let's I try so. it. I'm, I think we're gonna, we're gonna, we might start something there. I think there's some ideas brewing. Who knows? Another one of our crazy ideas. Ooh, okay, so we have another question here. Last one before we go into holiday talk. Hey. Um, okay. I'm struggling with my bi identity and not feeling queer enough. Help. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's a me. You're looking at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's me. That's a you question. <laughs> that's a me. My bisexual baddie baby cakes. Aw. Brunette. <laughs> Hyping me up. <laughs> brown eyed. Any other brown eyed? Big butt. <laughs> Big booty. <laughs> okay, so uh, Ben there felt that. Um, I. It was challenging to really feel queer in spaces when. I was at the time dating somebody the opposite sex and the way I You didn't feel queer enough when you were dating a man? No. I think there were times where it it just felt like uh, I'm trying to find a better way to say this. It's not like it, it it's hetero privilege. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it felt like hetero privilege where you can walk into spaces and have people look at you or have conversations with you because they just assume that you're straight. Um, even though that's not the case, it, it always felt like people would look at me like I was straight when I would go to queer spaces, um, with my boyfriend at the time. And even though I was like proud to be bi, it wasn't something that he really like supported. Um, and so it was just this like internal, when I'm not supported in the home with it, I don't really feel supported outside the home with it. There's not really like a lot of support in feeling like my sexuality is valid enough. Um, I also don't feel like it's right for me to also have to constantly defend it. And I'm like, I'm in a queer space too. And I, and I feel the need to be like, but I, I'm queer too. Like I'm one of you and like, believe me. And like, let me tell you all these things because like, I, I, I'm just don't feel adequate enough. Um, and I've been there, but I think my coping with it was just accepting the fact that I do belong here and my sexuality isn't dependent on the person I'm dating. I feel like I became powerful in my bi-ness and my stance in being bi when I stopped letting other people label me and truly accepted the fact that my sexuality doesn't change even if my partner does so whether i'm dating guy girl or they it shouldn't matter i should just be able to be bi and be comfortable in that i felt like what made me feel uncomfortable was thinking what do other people think Mm -hmm. and then once i let that go i really started to feel confident in it and i started to accept it and you know what it started to remind me of is when i would go into spaces 
that were for like Mexicans or like Mexico and knowing that I am Mexican and I am part Mexican, but not being able to speak Spanish. Yeah. And not feeling good enough. You know, not not feeling like you belong. I belong or I'm validated. And just because I can't speak Spanish or I can't speak it, but I understand it just because like I have this language barrier doesn't make me less Mexican. Doesn't like lower my percentage of being Mexican. Like I have every right to be here. I have every right to be proud to be here. Mm -hmm. And just because I can't speak this language to other people, I'm trying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She's doing Duolingo, yeah. I am doing Duolingo. Uh, it doesn't make my experience less valid. So I I kind of blended that idea with my bisexuality. And I'm like, okay, I can stand confidently in a room and not speak Spanish, but be able to say I am proud to be Mexican. Then I should be able to say I'm proud to be bisexual. And whoever I date doesn't change who I am. It doesn't matter. Amen. So Look at you giving that. Sunday sermon. <laughs> this is your new church. Oh my gosh. Is this new people people's new like church day? Yep. Sunday. Welcome to the Church of Eden XJ. Can I get a Oh yeah? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so weird. You guys, it's getting late in the in, in the night for us at this time, so we're a little delulu. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the time where we can finally talk about I love about... these questions, by the way. Yes. If you are new here, jump onto our stories every Thursday. We can't get to all the questions because there are literally hundreds that come in every Thursday. But we definitely want to reserve Sunday podcasts for diving in deeper for some really good ones. Yes, we get way too many good questions (laughs) that we can't even get through on our Let's Talk Thursday. So this is a perfect place to unpack. Fully unpack. This is a safe space. But now let's talk about my Christmas list. Christmas ideas. It is time. And these are going to be Pisces approved Christmas ideas for your person. And I feel like we should break this up into categories. And sure. let's start off with brrr, category number one. I feel like I'm like pop quizzing you. Like Ooh. just get, you know, get your Ooh. gift giving let's ideas go, let's ready. Go, let's go. Um, okay. Gift ideas for the foodie in your life. Go. Okay. Okay. If I had a foodie in my life, I would gift them a mushroom log. I think mushroom logs are underrated. What? Yeah. Describe for the class. What is a mushroom (laughs) log? So there's like a mushroom growing kit that you can buy. I think it's freaking awesome. But you literally grow your own mushrooms. Mushrooms grow on a log and you can grow your own mushrooms in your house and have fresh shiitake mushrooms oyster mushrooms any kind of oysters any kind of mushrooms you might want and i think that's really cool that's like farm to table that actually sounds really cool also concerned why have you never gotten us a a mushroom log because it's a gift for a foodie lover it's a gift you should give your foodie lover. i make it (laughs) i i eat it so you should give it to the person that makes your food so you can eat it oh you yeah oh (laughs) okay i keep that in mind Oh, that's such a good idea. I mean, it's different. I've never heard of a of a mushroom log. That sounds really they're very, really very cool. farm to table, and they're not even that expensive. I think they're like they start at like thirty dollars. I gonna, mean, you can you can spend like hundreds if you want, but it really depends on how fancy you want your mushroom log to be in in your 
your type of mushroom too i am a mushroom person so i would personally approve of this gift um what if somebody's not into mushrooms you got okay. another idea that's fine um there's this really cool thing uh i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but there's a chili sauce subscription where they send you Ooh. monthly so a hot sauce lover a hot sauce lover yeah like monthly hot sauces from around the world so it's like a wine subscription but for hot sauce yeah oh that's cool so if there's like a hot sauce lover i would do that because then you just get to learn about different hot sauces that people are making with different ingredients like not your typical tapatio or cholula no offense i love them but it might be fun to just get different ones from all over the world oh that's cool yeah i think it i think it is what you got what do i got oh no the pressure's on me <laughs> I mean, I will say this was for me a really good gifting idea, which was there was a restaurant that we went to, Amiga Amore. Mm -hmm. You loved, loved, loved their corn ilote um, ravioli. Agnolote. Agnolote. Yeah. It was the agnolote ravioli and it was all you raved about for a week straight. Mm -hmm. So I um, contacted the chef and asked if she could teach me how to make this dish. And so I learned how to make this corn ravioli dish and I made like but hundreds with you her got in the, the in. I don't think anybody like a regular person can just go to the restaurant of like their person's favorite restaurant and ask the chef like, hey, can you, you teach me? You were asking me for my ideas. Okay. I will say there is a will, <laughs> there's a way like and I will find a way. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, but that's how extreme I am when it comes to gift giving where it's like, okay, if you love this thing and I can't like get it for you, then I'm going to go straight to the source and you're going to teach me how to do this. Okay. Give me one where a normal person can get it for their I'm foodie. I'm normal? Their what, am I not normal? <laughs> oh my God. I just now realize that. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, what normal person gift now which switched my brain sorry it was on the opposite side uh today okay now i feel like these are gonna be like cliche ideas i feel like a, a for a foodie or somebody who loves to cook a really cute idea would be a custom apron like a, a really nice leather apron that you can engrave maybe their initials and i'm obsessed with that i recently started i got eaten into watching the bear oh my gosh such a good show we binged it and it was the best show ever created we couldn't stop watching it. edge of our seat yeah it was the way that it's written it's just so beautifully written and the characters are incredible like even the annoying cousin like they're just <laughs> all so good beautiful character development for sure in the love story. but their aprons i'm obsessed with their aprons oh, so yeah. that would be such a cool cool gift i would love it right for a foodie yeah or custom like a custom apron with their initials or like their pet name or something that's a good one yeah i well it really opened i mean you were more and you were more into the world of the chef life you know back in the day and i really got to get an understanding through the show and watching it with you how much pride mm -hmm. a chef has in their apron and in their knives so mm -hmm. I think that there is something there. Whether yeah, it's yeah. Like a really nice, beautiful knife set with like engraving. Like I'm all about the custom details. Like if you can't engrave it, engrave it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is cool? Um, I think I recently found out that there's a uh, plating tool kit that most chefs have. And it, it helps you with the plating, like the plating of your food. Uh -huh. so you get that perfect swirl or that perfect scoop of ice cream on top of like your fancy dish Ooh. and i think that's underrated too that would be so dope like if someone gifted me that i would i would love it 
these are really great white elephant ideas too for sure yeah totally there was a gift not like well it was a birthday gift at one of our friends houses um noel she had an amazing cocktail smoker yeah she did oh my gosh i we weren't drinking alcohol because we were doing ivf and she made us a smoked blueberry like mojito like a virgin mojito or something and it was so delicious and i remember thinking add to cart add to cart like Mm -hmm. i wish i could just like click the link somewhere and just add to cart right then and there it was so cool yeah and i was thinking like oh that'd be a really great gift for any of our cocktail friends yeah no i agree all amazing great idea guys anything you can just elevate and make it romantic and then honestly just engrave it when in doubt engrave it that's kind of my lesson (laughs) or just like hound the chef and like stalk them and you know meet them at their car and say you can't go home until you You know what else just thinking olive oil like really fancy olive oil we just went to new mexico oh and there was an olive oil store i think it's called the olive oil store or something some old town yeah old town olive oil and they had like over 60 different flavors of olive oil they all were delicious and very like things that i wouldn't like there was one that was mint and lemon olive oil there was like a chili sauce olive oil. There was a chocolate coffee olive oil. Yeah. That was really good. And olive wanted. oil is expensive. That's, so like yeah. a nice bottle of olive oil, that's like a gift. I think there were vinaigrettes too. Yeah. There's like a bunch of different vinaigrettes that were like unique flavors. Some spicy, mm-hmm. some chocolatey, some coffee-y. Um, I'm going to make a TikTok out of all these gifts. This is pretty good. Honestly, these are really good foodie. I mean, it's already mm-hmm. making me hungry. <laughs> uh, I think these are good ideas. I mean, at least for the foodie person in your life. Right? So do with this what you will you got 30 now more days until the yep. bi- no oh my god that's new year's not christmas <laughs> you got some time you got less than a month to go um okay so for the music lover ooh, what would you get oh okay music lover there's this really cool book that i saw that has like over a thousand like the best vinyl covers of all time. And it's just like dedicated pages to these records and and like kind of like a little bio and like what makes them so special. I think that's cool. I'd nerd out on something like that. Aww. Just like learning about these album covers and how they became these cool pieces of art. I think um, everybody should own a record player. So a record player is on my list <laughs> of something to gift to a music lover. You got me a really cool gift. I think it was last year. You made me a custom vinyl and it had like our playlist on it. Oh, that was going to be my idea. Oh, well, come up with something else. Okay. <laughs> Let me think about that. That was a cool gift. Describe to them in detail and at least take 10 minutes to describe that. <laughs> so I, I could think of a backup idea. So Eden got hit up this girl on Etsy and she Eden designed the entire cover of this album, used our picture. And we like we have this saying, um, we still say it now, but when we first started dating, we never wanted to get out of bed because, you know, lesbians. Or queers or gays, you know, all of the above. And we would just hang out and um, we would tell each other like two more minutes. Can we have two more minutes? And then we would just add the two minutes and really make them count before we had to get up and do stuff, go to work or whatever. So she named the album Two More Minutes and I thought it was so romantic. And the artwork is just beautiful. So that's one of my favorite gifts of all time. Yeah, I I remember we were watching a like an old rom-com. And you made a comment about like how cute and romantic mixtapes 
must have been. I love mixtapes. Back in the day. And it made me think, I'm like, okay, can I make a modern day mixtape? I'm like, I guess that's like a Spotify playlist, but how can I make it unique to you? And you're such a big record collector and fanatic. So on Etsy, I found a person who can make it. Yeah. Like basically take your playlist, like your mixtape and put it on a vinyl, but take it one step further and design the vinyl. Um, and you were obsessed with this art designer called Indian Giver. So I made I sure. love Indian Giver. Um, I made sure to design the cover of the album to look like his type of artwork and mm-hmm. shout out to Indian Giver. Thank you for giving me the inspo <laughs> um, to be able to make that artwork. And it's, it's one of my favorite projects. Honestly, I, I should make a volume two. I did put volume one on there, assuming that I would continue the volumes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe if you're good next Christmas, <laughs> I've been so good. I've been the best. Uh, I think another really good uh, music Gift. You know, you know what other gift? I don't know if you remember, but you should talk about the portable record that you bought me. Record oh, player. That was little, a cool gift. The little record box. Mm-hmm. It was just something cute I saw on, I think it was TikTok or Instagram. It's a little box um, that can fit in your hand. And you just put a record like flat on the ground. And the box has a little needle and it actually moves along the record. Mm-hmm. And on the box is a little speaker. So it's a little portable, teeny tiny record player. That you mm-hmm. can listen to and put up anywhere. And it was just so cute and romantic because I think we were in San Diego in like some Airbnb and they just happened to have records. And I think it's called Rock Rock Block. R-O-K-B-L-O-K. It's so cool. It's really cute. And it's uh, and it's just like something that's just portable and like cute to have if you're ever just on the go and want to throw on a record. and. It's not perfect. I will give you a disclaimer. It's not perfect. You have to have it like super flat and it does sometimes like go off the record and stuff like that. But I think the concept is really, really cute. <laughs> cute. There's this thing that you can buy that makes custom picks for your guitar. And that's pretty cool. Like if you've got someone in your life that plays the guitar or plays an instrument, you can make them custom picks. Aww. Like based off of the things that they love. Like I think that that's really thoughtful and pretty cool and unique yeah if somebody plays an instrument mm-hmm. when in doubt also customize oh uh, you know what could be kind of cute like if you're with somebody who goes to a lot of concerts and you guys are like maybe did a whole year of like concerts and you know saw a bunch of shows and stuff it would be cute if you designed your own banty oh that's cute yeah like you can actually put like the tour dates of like all the concerts you went to that year on the back and you can put like 2023 mm-hmm. like here's all the concerts that we went to and the shows that we saw and then kind of like design a whole front cover maybe um that can just like look and feel like a band tee. I love that I actually used to collect my ticket stubs and I think they're somewhere in the garage I don't have all of them but I collected yeah. my ticket stubs from all the shows that I've been to because I was I don't know I, I just love remembering the the show and I get flashbacks based off of the ticket stubs that I collect and i always wanted to frame them i just never got around to doing it but i think maybe this year i'll frame them i think that's a cool gift too like if your person collects ticket stubs from concerts you can just frame them oh that's a really cute idea or like you could frame it in what are those called they're like shadow boxes yeah like little pieces of the day or the memory together totally i love taking polaroids at events 
uh, especially at like concert events and stuff. So I think starting a tradition of like having Polaroids and then making a Polaroid collection of all the events and you can write on the Polaroid like the concert, the time, and, like or like the date basically. And I think those are just like fun memory boxes mm-hmm. to put together for the like the music lover in your life. Obviously, like pretty predictable, but gift card is cute. Um, but I think presenting a gift card like to a special band in like a creative way are always like really really fun. Um, for instance, I think it would be really cool just hinting out to somebody here. Oh, um, asking my for a ears perk. <laughs> I love, 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 love Paramore. Like yes, I've, I've been a big Paramore, Paramore fan. I think before the pandemic, I would see Paramore. You know, if they were on tour every tour for like the past seven years, and um, just a really big Haley Williams fan in general. And one of like her most iconic albums, and just like one of my personal favorites, is the one with the butterfly on it. So if there was like a tie into the album and the butterfly and maybe like going to like a butterfly exhibit and not expecting to get concert tickets could be a very cool (laughs) gift or like I open the Christmas box and like a bunch of butterflies fall out of the box and at the bottom there's like tickets to Paramore. That's actually really cool. I only got half of that gift down. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I've given you the box with the butterflies. Butterflies. (laughs) But I forgot the tickets. But there's no Paramore tickets at the bottom. You are such a big Paramore fan that we, our first dance at our yeah. wedding was a Paramore song. But taking it a step further, Kiki's um, yeah. are really great Shout friends. out to Kiki's. Uh, Gracie D and Tiki. So Gracie D is a DJ and her partner's Kiki's and she's a really talented musician. And she plays the guitar and, mm-hmm. the, and the guitar and the freaking drums and anything. And she surprised us on our wedding day playing Paramore on the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Like we were dancing and then all of a sudden the music just sounded live. And I was yeah. like, hmm. like what? But the lights were so bright. I really couldn't see. But I could hear the music. And yeah, I was like, it was oh really beautiful. God, what a surprise. That I loved beautiful. it. Shout out to Tiki's. That's how much I love Paramore if, that ever, if they ever wondered what Paramore. my band was. <laughs> all else fails Paramore all the way. Always. And butterflies. And for the traveler in your life, what is a good Christmas gift idea? Traveler. You can never go wrong with iconic luggage. I feel like there's like an aesthetic. You want to have the aesthetic at the airport. So depending on what they like, I think (laughs) a good luggage bag or like a carry-on like could be a cute gift. I also think predictable. I know that's pretty predictable. There's this like headrest thing, helmet thing that I love personally. Eden Let's just hates say it. what we want for okay. Christmas. Go for it. Eden hates it, and I it's want it so, so bad. Hideous. What is it? The ostrich? Yeah, it's the ostrich. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing, baby. I I don't know if I could sit next to you on the plane if you wear that. It's called the ostrich napping pillow. Oh my god, so y'all, can you Google this because so embarrassing. I've been wanting this pillow forever, and apparently you get the best sleep like sitting up, like you don't even have to lean against anything, which you I look need. Like an alien. I don't care. It's comfortable. <laughs> it's padded. It it looks amazing. <laughs> it looks terrifying. For me though, no one will bug me. No one will approach me. They'll think I'm crazy wearing this. But but I'll get the best sleep on the plane. So that's a good one. I think that's a good one. Oh my gosh. I it's so embarrassing. 
<laughs> so please do not Eden do not put me through that doesn't allow me to buy this so if one of you wants to be super thoughtful this year and send me the ostrich pillow well i would baby. absolutely love you forever yes you don't let me get it because you think it's ugly. It is hideous. Let them watch. They're going to look at it and they're going to be like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that to Eden. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, person. I also love you forever. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so that's what you want. Yeah. Gift cards to airlines are underrated and I think people should do it more. I think that's such a good gift because then they can just use it to go anywhere they want. Very true. I mean, travel gift cards, you really can't go wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But just like being outside the box with the travel gift cards. Um, I, I'm like very practical. I have learned this year traveling to different countries that some countries don't let you in with your toiletries unless mm-hmm. they're in a clear bag. Yeah. It's like going to a freaking concert in LA. You have to have a clear bag True. and it has to be this big. I have yet to buy clear toiletry bags and it drives me nuts because then when I'm crossing into a specific space and not knowing the rules or forgetting the rules, it sucks. It sucks to take all your toiletries out and put it in this like Ziploc bag because mm-hmm. it's clear. So get your person Free, like get them the clear toiletry bags i think that is above and beyond a great gift so there's a book called the pride atlas and you're able to see basically it's what it is it's an atlas for all of the pride events uh that happen in different parts of the world uh everywhere and we gifted it to one of our travel friends and they loved it. So if you have a queer traveler in your group, in your love life, that is like a 10 out of 10. I'd highly recommend. It's called The Queer Atlas. It's really pretty. It, it's also a really pretty book. Could be like a coffee table book too. Speaking of coffee table book, that is also a really cute idea for the traveler in your life. Uh, if you are traveling with your partner, uh, one of our friends made a collection of the pictures that they took at our wedding in Oaxaca and mm. they made a coffee table book. Yeah, it was so cute. And I thought it was the cutest freaking thing. And I was just thinking like, oh my God, how romantic. Like this is actually very sweet. And I, I would like to do more of these like custom travel books. Mm. Like just take some of the best pictures from your trip and adventure and make a cute coffee table book. So you always kind of have that memory to go off of. And it's just like really pretty to look at. I think that's a beautiful travel gift idea. I also think just making your own care package for the traveler in your life. Like I appreciate, I mean, I try to remember to bring like face masks and like, you know, um, what's that thing that you, spr- you Rose spray water. on my face all the time? <laughs> Rose, Rose water. water. Things like that. It would be really cute if you made like your own custom, like, you know, carry on face mask thing kit, yeah, whatever like, you call that. I don't know. Oh, a travel kit? Yeah, like I, a travel I, kit. I, isn't that so cute? That, that's very thoughtful. If you want to do something that's inexpensive, you can just put cute little goodies all in one bag and just make it very custom to that person. Mm-hmm. That's and they can sweet. just take it and go. Oh, you definitely put some melatonin oh, gummies in there. <laughs> you know what else is a cool travel? Pack up and go. Oh my, are they still in business? Um, that's a good question. Let me look it up while you explain what pack up and go is. Uh, I will explain. For the spontaneous traveler in your life, um, I am not one of those, but Jay is. And before the pan- well, right at the pandemic, um, I booked this company called Pack Up and Go, and basically you give them a budget, and then they plan 
everything for your travel trip uh, within that budget and you have no idea where you're going what you're going to be doing up until that day literally they just give you i think a week before they give you the weather weather and that's it Mm -hmm. just the weather so you can pack accordingly and some suggested you know packing items like if you'll need a bathing suit if you need i don't know hiking shoes um because when you do sign up to do this program you answer like a ton of questions uh questionnaires surveys are you adventurous are you are you a foodie are you more adventure are you you introvert are you an extrovert like all the things it's basically like a whole matchmaking travel um and they try to get as much information as possible to curate the trip and then the day of that's when you get like your ticket and mm-hmm. your email and your confirmation number you're basically they just tell you what time to show up at the airport and that's it and it's not until you get to the airport that you're that, allowed to open your envelope that you open the envelope and then you find out right there you're where you're going and like i what you're love doing. this i wanted to do this for the longest time and eden booked it for my birthday um 2020 2020 and i was so bummed because we couldn't use it for obvious reasons so I opened my envelope, but I think it's such a cool for the spontaneous traveler. Like, I, I love that. You don't know where you're going, like what you're going to do, but yeah. you just pack up and go. Hence the name, pack up and go. And they're still in business. I was trying to remember, where did they send? Were they going to send us like Maine or something? I think it was Maine or Maryland. Maryland. It was so random. Yeah. It, but we've never been and it would have been fun. That part. It wasn't a place I would have picked ever but it could have been an it would have been an adventure because it would have been a place we both have never been to Mm -hmm. with things we neither of us have planned but it was really cool because they they planned almost everything like what excursions you're going to be doing that day it gives you like a list of coffee places or food places you should try It, it it's a really cool concept but i'm glad you looked it up and they're still in business and i don't know maybe we should give it another shot again yeah there's also another um gift that we had for a minute called the adventure challenge for couples oh yeah that one was really cool too i think it's like a hundred bucks maybe 130 and basically they give you it's like a book and they give you a camera and they suggest like different dates and so you go and you randomly pick like you don't know what date they're sending you on but every page has like a different date and then you take a picture and you put it in that page it's really cute i think that's a cool gift too sweet i love that idea i mean there's something beautiful about polaroids like there's just something really cool about saving the memories like that Mm -hmm. um that's something i definitely want to keep going and keep doing forward and like this was something that i learned the hard way or like after but um i realized after my mom had passed that i don't really have a lot of pictures of her like digitally Mm -hmm. because we, I don't know, like, I, we just never took any um, on my phone. And, or by the time I thought about, like, we should take more pictures, she was already sick, so it didn't feel right. Because right. I know she wouldn't want to be remembered that way. Yeah. So I really didn't have much to remember us by other than a couple of, like, Polaroids or, like, old pictures that were developed from disposable cameras. And so I want to make sure if, for whatever reason, digital is out and, you know, our kids, won't be able to see all of our pictures i mean i don't know who knows all of our life is on the internet obviously but i would love for them to have these polaroids of our adventures and think like man my moms are cool they did a lot they they met some amazing people and 
they did some amazing things and they get to see it in like little Polaroids and like little notes that we have on them. So that's kind of something I'm excited for. Aww, I love that. <laughs> the power of Polaroids. So I, this wasn't on the list, but if you have a photographer person in your life, I, I don't think there's anything as cool as just going back in time. Like you can have the most techiest tech equipment and cameras and stuff like that, but there's something that's just nostalgic about having a instant Polaroid, like one and done. You don't get a yeah. redo. <laughs> I was so bummed because I, when we first started, I had a camera, a film camera. Oh, yeah. And it recently broke like the, a couple like, months you ago. You had a Leica? I had a Leica. Uh -huh. And it recently broke. And I'm so bummed because I used to snap pictures all the time. Like yeah. I would just take it with us wherever. And there's so many pictures I have of our friends, which I've been meaning to frame and like throw mm -hmm. up in the house. But I miss that. I miss the the like old school film cameras. You just pull up and just snap a picture you don't know if it's good or bad but you have to wait until you develop it like that whole process i love there's something beautiful about that and there's also something annoying about that <laughs> for me because i hate he waiting hates it. <laughs> she's just impatient well there's this new app that i don't know if y'all are on it's called lapse where it kind of takes the concept of a polaroid mm -hmm. and it and instagram and social media in general and it kind of it's like a mix of myspace meets instagram before for it's like early days Instagram, you have to take a picture and then you have to wait for it to develop like like an actual Polaroid like film camera, I guess. <laughs> and it's really fun because you, it's just descriptions and pictures. Like there's no, yeah. there's no nothing. Like there's no follow account. Like it's nothing like what it is now. Yeah, it's it, really cool. And you see your friends are like who you're actually following, so mm -hmm. it kind of has like a that social aspect of it. We've been messing with it. Yeah, we've been messing around with it. But the incentive to get you to pay for this app, because it is free, is to buy the like instant development. So you take the picture and then it develops it faster and then you're able to post it faster. That's how they get people like Eden. <laughs> and I refuse to pay, but I have to wait like two or three hours for the picture to develop, <laughs> then then I can post about it. Just like you would IRL. But that by that time, I've like already moved on to the next thing and I forgot what I was, you know, posting about <laughs> in the moment. not a fan of this app, I am but not. I like it. It's called Laps, if anybody wants to check it out. You're into it. I am not into it. But let us know what you think if you're into it. Um, It's you know, it's cutesy for right now. I do like how the pictures come out, though. Mm -hmm. they, they do have like a little vintage film kind of aspect to it. And it's kind of sexy. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. And thank you for listening. These holidays are literally going to come by so quickly. And it's just, you know, we're going to blanket. It's already going to be New Year's Eve. And speaking of, we are throwing our now second New Year's Eve party ever. And it's happening at Catch One. It's going to be doors opening at 9 p.m. And we're going until 3 a.m., baby. Hey, yeah, we're going until 3 a.m. We have four queer, amazing DJs performing. We have a burlesque dancers, Go-Go's. Um, we, we partnered with Alaska Airlines and they're gifting us two free round trips to anywhere they fly to one lucky winner who's going to win it at New Year's Eve. And we've got a bunch of other things. We partnered up with other yeah, brands. Yeah, a couple and of luxury brands. Yeah, we're, we're trying. We want this year, we want to go out with a bang and we want to give y'all the best gifts we can possibly do. I don't think there's a gift under $200 no. that's like up for raffling, which I'm very excited about. If we didn't have to 
give this away, y'all. I would want to keep these. <laughs> Eden's tempted. <laughs> I just look at it every day and I'm like, this is not your home. You have a forever home. <laughs> this is just your temporary home. But I like to look at it every now and then. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited. A link is in our bio and all the information is at Preciosa Night. So make sure to follow along. And then also, if you are a brand out there or know somebody of a brand out there we will take um some gifting ideas yep, to gift cards give it out for the raffles because the girlies the gays and theys love to win things and we want to make this new year's memorable we really want to make people's nights and it's going to be super special we had such an amazing time last year and this year we are challenging ourselves to do it bigger and better than ever so get your ticket it's sold out last year this year, it'll definitely sell out again, and we are coming down to our final pre-sale tickets, and they're just going to go up because space is going to get more and more limited. So hey. get them now before they're gone, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.